0: What up? It's Anthony Shelton. It is March 30th, 2022. So automatically a slower news day today. We had the news about the PlayStation Plus subscription from Sony and then after that was pretty much a drop off. But I did find an interesting story. This one was from GameSpot, but it was also part of the interview With Jim Ryan that I mentioned yesterday, I didn't get the chance to link it in the description because I'm using Podbean and I'm using the free version and the free version doesn't let you use uh, over 500 characters unless you're paying for it. So, whatever. Either way, it was part of the gamesindustry.biz interview with Jim Ryan. Uh, The title to that was uh, PlayStation's Jim Ryan Our Games Could Suffer If They Went Straight Into PS Plus. So you can find it there. I always like to make sure where I'm getting my info is sourced so that way you can read it for yourself and also come up with your own opinions. So I read that and I think GameSpot highlighted a a quote from this interview as well that I I didn't pick up the first time because I was so focused on the PlayStation Plus stuff. But this quote was interesting from Jim Ryan as well and it goes into the live service stuff. And he says, quote, Some of the live service games that are proving very successful these days, and I'm not restricting this comment to console, they're effectively subscription services in themselves. And they're very much tailored to the needs of the gamer who loves whatever game that they spend hours and hours with month after month after month. This is the important part. He quotes, That phenomenon of the live service game That has, in a very large part, fueled the enormous growth in the gaming industry that we've seen over the last 10 years. I think the trend towards live services will continue, and if you look for a model in our category of entertainment, which supports sustained engagement over a long period of time, live services games arguably fit that bill better than a subscription service, end quote. So, you see where Jim Ryan's gears are turning in his brain. And what that tells me is that PlayStation's going to be fine. They're embracing live service. And because of that, they're going to be completely okay. I know there were some people out there who were a little concerned about the idea of Microsoft having Game Pass and Game Pass being so successful. So successful in the sense of, Wondering, is it going to shift video games to a different kind of selling model in the same way that Netflix absolutely shifted how movies were distributed and, in, in a sense, sold to consumers, to us? And that, I, I think there is a legitimate concern about that. I personally, I do like Game Pass. I am okay with subscription services. I do understand that you're paying more for things over time. I 100% get that. And I do not blame anybody who thinks that subscription services are bad, particularly for that reason. I understand. The way I think about it allows me to justify it in the sense of per month, with the amount of games that I get to play, because I do play a variety of and quite a few different games, I, I get my bang for the buck per month versus you know paying for three or four games per year, and I'm spending you know two hundred plus dollars. Not to mention not including any you know DLC or you know whatever. Uh, you know Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, for example. You know the chaotic great version that's more expensive, obviously, than the you know the standard version of it. And so to me, I get my money's worth per month out of rental services like Gamefly or in this case, Game Pass. So if you don't, I totally get that. But the fact that that is a thing and it could be Game Pass could be something that shifts the market in such a way that everybody has to get on board in the same way kind of Netflix did yeah, I kind of I get that concern. But, with PlayStation embracing live service games now, and they plan on having 10 over the next few years, I think PlayStation is going to be fine. They don't have to worry about the success of Game Pass. All they have to do is be concerned about themselves. And that's what Sony is banking on. PlayStation is the strongest brand with Sony period. And over the years, the other brands within Sony whether it's, you know, TVs or phones or, you know, all the other kind of devices and whatnot and other services that they provide, those have struggled. I'm not saying they've all struggled, but they have struggled in comparison to how well PlayStation has done and Sony has leaned on PlayStation to make up for the loss of those other services where they're just not racking up the same amount of money. And so Sony's looking at PlayStation and going, okay, how do we, as a publicly traded company, continue to keep our shareholders happy, but also continue to make PlayStation even stronger so that in case our other brands are not doing as well? And I don't know how well Sony is doing overall as a, as a full company, but even if, even if they're in a much better place than they were in the past, they still don't wanna go back to that place. They still don't wanna be in a position where PlayStation is literally carrying most of the company in that way. But if they had to, they wanna make sure PlayStation can withstand something like that so that you know Sony can stay afloat. I don't think Sony's going down in you know any conceivable fashion (laughs) in in any way. They're doing their thing. They're making money. Let's let's not get it twisted. But there was a time where Sony was struggling a little bit in other departments and PlayStation was carrying quite a bit of load for them. So with them embracing life service, this will allow them to make even more money. Because the reality is. Live services is a place where people spend money. It is what it is. Uh, you, you, if, you may, if you don't like it, that's cool. The great thing, if you're a Sony person, is that they're not going to stop making the single player experiences that you like. They're not going to stop making Horizons. They're not going to stop making God of Wars. They're probably going to invest in a different kind of Uncharted. I don't know that for sure, but I would imagine hey, these things were working. Let's keep them going. If anything, they might come up with some new single-player type of IPs. And if you're into the live service kind of stuff, you can have that with something that is PlayStation branded. It's got that PlayStation blood flowing through it, right? Because if you, if you look at what PlayStation's been doing for the last God knows how long, they've, they've been stuck in the traditional model. You make a console. You sell the console. You make great games for the console. People buy the console. And you profit. And that, that has been, and still is, the model Sony has used even now with the PlayStation 5. Now they've added a, a subscription service with PlayStation Plus. And as they've said in the past, they're going to invest in live services. And this is how Jim Ryan is thinking about it. But that's not enough for Sony anymore to just have that traditional console cycle release profit stuff. It's, it's, it's not enough. They're a publicly traded company. They, they still might be struggling in different departments. I don't know. But either way, as a publicly traded company, like you got to make more money. So how can we make more money? This is it. It's inevitable. Whether you like it or not. This is the new version of PlayStation. And you don't have to engage with it. But they're hoping that you do. And they're hoping that the value that they have in these games entice you to buy within those games. This also goes to show how much the freaking console award does not matter. I don't know why people keep on bringing this up. I don't know like what generation of people like what generation of kids will finally understand like, that you just buy what you buy? What's good is good. I, I don't know. I don't know why this console war stuff keeps going, but it doesn't matter. Sony isn't worried about what Microsoft is doing because what Microsoft is doing is not necessarily affecting who plays on PlayStation. Like People who play on PlayStation do it because they like PlayStation. And if any PlayStation person subscribes to Game Pass, because they also like what's happening on Game Pass, but they're not going to stop playing PlayStation. It's like Nintendo at this point. Like, PlayStation fans are pretty dang close to the fervor of Nintendo fans. Like, Nintendo fans love Nintendo. Like, I know I used to be that kind of person growing up. Like, you love Nintendo. But guess what? Like Nintendo fans still play other things. It's not just Nintendo. But they love Nintendo. And they're not going to leave Nintendo until, you know, maybe they outgrow Nintendo or Nintendo does something that really turns them off. And PlayStation, I think, is at that point. PlayStation fans love PlayStation. It ain't going nowhere. So, Sony is not worried about Microsoft. They're worried about themselves. And that's the way it should be. Sony is just like any other console maker and publisher at this point. Live service is unavoidable for the money because the money is there. The money is good. There's live service games all over the place. Halo Infinite, a mediocre, borderline bad live service game at this point. And I, I love Halo. I love Halo. But I stopped playing it because there's just not enough going on. And guess what? People still spend money on that game despite it's live service mediocrity. Like I think the gameplay is fine? I think the campaign is great? It's got some stuff to change in the multiplayer? The live service is not great. And people are still spending money. That's how good live service is. If if PlayStation could provide even a mediocre live service That somehow the game feels great. It's going to (laughs) work. They're going to make money. More money than they did before. But that's ultimately the concern. 10 live service games within a few years. We don't even know how good they're going to be. All we know is that they got Destiny now. Like they got Bungie. They have Destiny. 10 games in a few years. And they specifically focused on Bungie because Bungie has had this whatever form of successful live service. So they're tapping into them to make sure that their live services are going to go well. My concern about these live services, even though I think Sony's going to be okay, my concern about these live services is, number one, 10 live services in a few years, I don't even think half are going to do well. Like that's not to be bad on PlayStation. Like I'm not trying to dog them. I'm just saying the reality of developing games and creating a live service that is compelling to people is very, very difficult. Amazon has mostly failed with any live service, anything. 343 has not done well with their live service. Rainbow Six Siege did not fare well at first. So live services is very difficult. Apex Legends, a strong live service battle royale, has had fumbles and struggles along the way. And that's arguably one of the better ones. It's hard to do live service. It is so difficult. And Sony's going to have 10 of them with Bungie kind of coaching them. Like, what is that going to look like? Because if you look at what Bungie is doing with Destiny, the, I don't even think they have a good business model for live service. Like, the content? Content is fine. They have consistent content. Like, there's plenty of reason to keep playing the game. To keep spending in the game? Uh, like, they have options, but they're, to me, they're not very compelling. Like, think of... Think about it this way. Bungie has four different business models involved with Destiny. They have the expansion model, which you can see as an example of like Beyond Light or the Witch Queen. They have the DLC models with dungeons that are added a little bit later. Then you got the free to play model, which with the Eververse, which is basically, if you don't know what that is, that's a store where you can buy cosmetics. And then they have a battle pass model with the seasons and a free battle pass, and a paid battle pass. That's four models in one game. Are the rest of the games that these 10 games Sony is going to put out, are those going to have Bungie's kind of four model system? Because that's working with Bungie. You can only coach up in ways that you know what works. Or are they going to work with the developers look at what they need, look at the type of game that they're making and go, oh, this is probably the business model that's going to work for you as a live service game. I don't know. Like, this is going to be really interesting. If they're investing, if Sony is investing in 10 live service games, I just, I don't, I don't think even half of those are going to make it. I don't. And, And maybe that's what Sony is banking on. Maybe they just want these games Alive long enough to where they can get some money, recoup expenses of making and maintaining the game, and you know profit from there. I, I I don't know. Ten live service games in a few years is a lot. And while I think overall PlayStation will be fine, I do wonder like what in the world is going to happen to these live services? Sony's not out of the woods, obviously, but I do think they'll be fine because. Some lives, two live service games is going to be a boon for Sony. It's going to be a boon for PlayStation. Like if they could get two down, that'd be great. I think they'll at least have four successful ones, and I know they're going to be in different genres and you know, different way, different methods, different models. Something's going to work. At least two. I think. I think up to four will work, but. We'll see. I don't know. What do you what do you think? Do you think do you think PlayStation will be fine? Do you think Game Pass is actually more ominous over Sony and what they're doing or, you know, how, how do you feel about them having 10 lives service games in a few years and, and how all of this will affect that? But hit me up on Twitter at I am a Shelton would love to hear your thoughts about it as well. And we'll see it's Friday. I, I got to stay at work a little bit longer. So I, I hope I'll be able to record something. Oh, no, tomorrow's Thursday. Never mind. I have to record a different podcast. So I, yes, I will not be recording something for Thursday, but I will be back Friday. So I got two days to have some news to talk about. So I'll talk to you later.